This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Congressman Barry Moore is talking about the Uniparty while he's campaigning in Baldwin County, Alabama. Moore is running for the same congressional district as that of his fellow Republican Jerry Carl. Moore is distinguishing himself as a very conservative Congress member. The latest way has been to call out the Uniparty from Washington, D.C., which is basically to say that the Democrats and Republicans may have separate labels, but the exact same agenda of keeping power centralized in D.C. and using taxpayer money to do so. Moore is refusing to vote for any spending money that also sends money to Ukraine, and he says the leadership of Ukraine, including Volodymyr Zelensky, is not any less corrupt than Russia and Vladimir Putin. Moore also pointed out that those in D.C. sending money to Ukraine have sent $115 billion there so far, but when it comes to spending money on repairing roads and bridges here in the U.S., that total for 2023 comes in at $53 billion. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall is responding to the news that the U.S. Supreme Court will review a decision by the Colorado Supreme Court to remove Donald Trump's name from the presidential primary ballot. Marshall was one of 27 other attorneys general who filed an amicus brief in support of Trump as he appeals that Colorado court's decision. Just before the weekend, the U.S. Supreme Court agreed to hear that appeal from Trump. Marshall says the U.S. Constitution and Congress are the ones who determine who can run for president, not states and not state Supreme Courts. Marshall also said that the move coming from the Colorado Supreme Court is disenfranchising millions of citizens and needs to be addressed by the highest court in the land. Oral arguments for this case are set to be heard February 8th. One of the Republican candidates running in the newly created Congressional District 2 is promising to not give up his voting card by accepting campaign money from conservative groups like Club for Growth and the House Freedom Caucus. Former State Senator Dick Brubaker recently appeared on Capitol Journal, which is on Alabama Public Television. So when it comes to conservative versus liberal, that's not really, I think, the issue that Republicans have gotten Republicans in trouble. The problem Republicans have, and a question that every Republican candidate ought to have to answer, are you going to take money from the Club for Growth, and are you going to join the Freedom Caucus? Hmm. Well, that's okay. Can you answer Oh, no, (laughs) absolutely not. And the reason is what they want for it. The Club for Growth has a rule that if two-thirds of their group votes to take a stand on a certain issue, that you're obligated to cast your vote with them. Well... That's one reason we didn't get a farm bill last year. You had Alabama Republicans voting against the direct interest of their district because of commitments they had made to the Freedom Caucus. Now, I may agree with a lot of their stands on certain individual things, but I'm not going to hand them my voting card. Hmm. And the same way with taking money from organizations like Club for Growth. A classical charter school is coming to Prattville. Ivy Classical Academy is in the process of setting up at the High Point Town Center and will start teaching grades kindergarten through fifth grade this coming fall. Already, there's an enrollment of 642 students to be part of this new charter school. Each year after the first year, a new grade level will be added until all 12 grades are represented. Ivy Classical Academy is opening up in partnership with Hillsdale College. A doctor here in Alabama is applauding the Florida Surgeon General for deciding to ban the COVID-19 vaccine from being administered in the state of Florida. Dr. Stuart Tankersley says that Florida Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Ladapo just gave a late Christmas gift to Floridians. 
Tankersley maintains that the COVID vaccine is experimental and injects biological genetic agents that have caused an increase in excess deaths as well as disability claims. Tankersley says that the shot never should have been allowed in the first place, much less promoted. He wrote for 1890 News saying that many medical leaders trained in the scientific method failed to ask questions about the vaccine from the start when it was rolled out, or if they did so, they were silenced and excluded from the discussion. Tankersley is now calling on Alabama's leadership and health officer to do the very same thing that Ladapo did in Florida, and he says this will help rejuvenate honest science. Tankersley served in the U.S. Army Medical Corps and retired in 2021 as colonel in the Alabama Army National Guard. Funeral services will be held today for a Georgia deputy who was killed in Chambers County, Alabama, as part of a high-speed chase to catch a theft suspect. Eric Minix started the chase with the suspect in Coweta County, Georgia. He was exiting his patrol car in Chambers County and was struck by an arriving Lanet police officer. A procession was held on Sunday to honor Minix that started in Noonan, Georgia and went to Sharpsburg. Funeral services will be held today. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, House Speaker Mike Johnson, along with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, announced an agreement reached between the two for government budgets and spending. The announcement comes as Congress is working to avert a government shutdown before two deadlines arrive. Those deadlines are January 19th and February 2nd. The agreement between Johnson and Schumer does not include any funding for Ukraine or for the U.S.-Mexico border. Johnson and Schumer have signed off on a dollar amount for overall federal spending for fiscal year 2024. Johnson says he has secured $16 billion in spending cuts, in addition to what was brokered by Kevin McCarthy when he was Speaker of the House. Johnson says this is $30 billion under what the Senate side was considering when it comes to government spending. Johnson also said this represents the most favorable budget agreement Republicans have achieved in over a decade. The agreement between Johnson and Schumer also cuts money from the IRS and rescinds $6 billion in COVID relief funds that were yet to be approved and spent. Schumer and House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries are supporting the agreement. The House Freedom Caucus says it's worse than they thought and they're not in favor of it. All Congress members must still approve the plan that the House and Senate leaders have crafted. Well, surprise and outrage is the prevailing reaction to the recent news coming out over the weekend that Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin was secretly admitted to an intensive care unit on New Year's Day and that President Joe Biden was never informed. Also, Austin's Deputy Director of Defense was out of the country on vacation in Puerto Rico when all of this happened. Austin spent days in the hospital after having complications from an elective medical procedure. Republicans say this is a deplorable lack of transparency. U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville was at the head of the line in order to blast Defense Secretary Austin for his actions. Tuberville says at this point he would not trust any member of the Biden administration in handling a potato gun, much less the conflicts that are going on around the world. Tuberville maintains that as bad as you think the Biden administration is, you are wrong. It's always much, much worse. Congressman Mike Waltz of Florida says that Austin's behavior to not inform the public or the president was inexcusable and dangerous. Waltz spoke about it with Breitbart News. Waltz is a former Special Forces commander in Afghanistan and is also serving on the House Armed Services Committee and the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Failed presidential primary candidate Mike Pence went on CNN this past weekend claiming that there were no FBI agents contributing to the events of January 6th in 2021. Pence sought to go up against Donald Trump in the 2024 presidential primary after first serving as Trump's vice president and in that position refusing to challenge the electoral votes coming from swing states where election fraud and voting irregularities were reported by election officials 
in sworn affidavits. On January 6, Pence was caught on video fist-bumping Nancy Pelosi after he certified the election results that gave the White House to Joe Biden. After his failed attempt to take on Donald Trump within the Republican primary, and after Pence could not raise enough support from within the Republican base, he decided to speak out about January 6th and to side with FBI Director Christopher Wray, saying that he will take Wray at his word. You know, I've seen the director of the FBI repeatedly assure the American people that uh, the FBI were not the instigators. Uh, of the riot that occurred on, on January 6th. And uh, frankly, I'm very grateful uh, for the efforts uh, of the FBI to bring uh, nearly a 1,000 people to justice who ransacked our Capitol and did violence uh, against police officers uh, that day. But uh, you're right. We've, we've been assured again and again that it was not the case. Meanwhile, Louisiana Congressman Clay Higgins has a lot more to say about the FBI and its involvement in January 6, 2021. Higgins is a former law enforcement officer from the state of Louisiana. Higgins spoke extensively with Tucker Carlson about what evidence he has gathered so far that points to the FBI conducting a form of entrapment for those arriving in Washington, D.C. to protest the 2020 election results. On the inside, you had FBI assets dressed as Trump supporters that knew their way around the Capitol. Before the doors even opened. Before the doors opened. Or else, how are you going to get around the Capitol? You've been there many times. You need a guide to get from whatever door you go in. It's a labyrinth. It's, it's, it's a maze inside there. So you, that's right. So there's no way, just Americans, most of which have never been to the Capitol, there's no way they can come in some random door that gets opened and then get their way directly to the, to the statuary or the House chamber or the Senate chamber. It's just not possible. I mean, those leadership offices are unmarked. So it's, how would it, you know It's that? confusing That's to get right. around in the Capitol. And on January 6th, the guides were FBI assets, the law enforcement assets. And they were dressed as Trump supporters. They were positioned inside the Capitol prior to the doors being opened so that the Americans that had assembled outside the Capitol, once allowed in, could be brought directly to the areas where the FBI and the DOJ and the deep state actors knew would be the most uh, the most sort of condemning criminal action of of Americans being a lot being inside the Capitol um, protesting without permit and things so they knew they were setting the stage for arrest and prosecution. And on the anniversary of January 6th, U.S. Attorney Matthew Graves announced plans for the Department of Justice to target even more people who took part in the protest at the Capitol building. Graves plans to go after those who never entered the building but were on the Capitol grounds. Graves says this was trespassing and a federal crime. If anyone engaged in violent activity while they were on the Capitol grounds, they will be getting charged. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying the daily detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of the daily detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. 
I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.